When I move out one day, my mom will be very sad. I feel my mom's love in my heart, like, right here. I, I'm feeling it right now. Sometimes I love, sometimes I don't. When I'm angry, I don't. My mom is everything to me. She just is this ray of energy and sunlight and positivity. The thing that I wish I could have done more of is thanking her. Didn't matter what shape I was in, I could always come home to mom. My mom was basically the glue that held me together. When I left the Philippines, I knew that my son will be in good hands because I know my mom will take care of him. My mom is kind of smart, you know? That's not. If I would say like one to ten, it would be a five. Maybe my poor dad got the raw end of the deal, but I do remember my mother saying to him when there was an argument about something I'd done, she says, you don't want to hurt her spirit. I remember that. My mom was diagnosed with uh, a really rare disease about 12 hours before she died. So we didn't get a lot of time to, to talk or to say goodbye, but she did get to say that she loved me, which were her last words. Uh, and I cherish that. Because I have I've been able to hang on to it. I'm probably going to say to my mom, you're a wonderful person. And you're my mentor. I tie an invisible string to my heart, and she ties the same one to her heart, and it's always attached together. My mother, she struggled a lot with addiction. Sorry, I'm getting upset. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. You know, you have partners, you have friends, you have kids. Uh, there is nobody else who, uh, who will ever care about. My son now always tells me, I love you, Mama. But for 48 years, you realize he didn't say I love you to my mom. Yes. I can think of three words. I forgive you. Good mom. I love him more. Hey Chelsea, if moms got paid, how much do you think they should get paid in a year for being mom? Maybe a hundred dollars. Would a hundred dollars do? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you would. It's a, 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 it's did you know that in the United States alone, there's around 122 million phone calls made on Mother's Day? 122. I was one of those this morning. I 
was one of those moments today. But today is your day, so we're not going to keep you here too long. Uh, but we do want to share a beautiful passage in the scripture. It shows what a mother loves does. What a mother loves does. It's um, I don't think we can say it enough. And to be fair, in what we say about mothers, you know, there's 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 different people, there's different struggles, there's different. Just like in this video, one of the one of the ladies said, "My mother struggled with addiction." Some mothers are, you know, they're, they're just perfect for their children. Some, some, some mothers struggle with different things. Uh, for, for many, many years, I did not understand why my mother was the way she was, because she struggled with a lot of stuff. And then I started to find out her story. And as I found out her story, I still didn't understand enough until I began to prepare myself. When she used to go out of her house as a little girl, when she was very eight, nine, ten years old, and put a basket of tortillas in her head and sell tortillas door to door. And so many things happened. And I didn't understand why was my mom mad Why was she... But, but she would never stop doing something to put food in our table. A lot of times we just don't understand what they do. But do they, do they love us definitely what they do? And uh, a lot of times with their limitations, and a lot of times with the lack of knowledge that we are blessed to have nowadays, they still do what they do because they love us. I don't think there's anything, I mean, God's love is perfect. But if anything in the world comes close to that, it's a mother's love. So when we go to Matthew 15, verse 21 to 28, we're going to see a story, a story of a mother's love. A mother that, did, that got rejected, a mother that was not paying attention, a mother that was called names. By our own Lord. And in spite of that, she did not give up. Isn't that amazing? That's when a mother is looking for the best for her kids. Because every mom wants the best for her kids. Even if they make, the, even if they make a mistake when they're making a decision, that doesn't mean they don't love you. That just means a lot of times it means they don't know how to express that love. But there's mothers, there's grandmothers, there's, there's women are a special gift from God to the world. So Matthew 15, verse 21, Matthew begins by writing about when Jesus was leaving a place, that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And a Canaanite woman from the vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, son of David, look at what this woman saying, have mercy on me. This woman was asking the Lord to have mercy on her, but she was not the one with the main problem. 
Notice that the problem here is, my daughter is demon-possessed. And suffering terribly. This woman was making this pain her own. She's demon-possessed and suffering terribly, and Jesus didn't answer a word. Wasn't that amazing? Because that doesn't go with our Lord's character. But he did not answer a word. There was a purpose on this. So his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I will send only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and kneeled before him, Lord, help me. Lord, help me, she said, against all odds. She's asking for help for her dad. He replied, He replied, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. What a tough answer. But this woman did not give up. She had, a, she, she had an answer. Mom, she usually had an answer for everything. Right? That's why dads go like, Dad, da 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 da. And they ask questions and they go, Well, ask your mom. <laughs> you know what? They have an answer for everything. They're sharp. And when, you, when, when your kids go one way, you already came back three times. So it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs to fall from their masters. And Jesus was so shocked. This is a Canaanite woman. I don't know if you understood that. This was not an Israelite woman. This is not a woman who followed the Jewish religion. She was a Canaanite. A Canaanite woman was a woman it was part of their inheritance. It, it, it was to worship idols. Not to believe in, in, in our God, the only God. And Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. I mean, where did, where did this come from? It was an amazing lesson. Not just for the disciples at that moment, but it was a great lesson that spend the time of history. And it's going to keep on being repeated. And it's going to be read. And it's going to be told to many people that the faith of this woman was amazing. But her faith was putting God on behalf, on the benefit of her children, of her daughter. <clears throat> your, your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. So when we, when we see this passage, what we see first is that Jesus, Jesus got away to get some rest. He had been healing somewhere else. He had been busy in ministry. And his disciples were busy and, and, and they were all tired. But when he got there, this woman saw the opportunity. I know how I can help my time. And that's what moms do. Moms are always looking for opportunity for their kids. Moms and grandmas are amazing. I was sharing with somebody yesterday how much I miss the fact that I didn't experience heaven. I would love to experience a grandma in my life for a long term, for a long time. I didn't. 
And it's such a blessing when kids are able to do that. It's such a blessing when you're able to have your mom, when you're able to have a grandma, and people who will influence your life. Moms will put the rules, and grandmas will spoil. <laughs> so, here comes a Canaanite woman, and the first thing she does is she's crying out, Lord, son of David. She was a pagan woman. And she's asking, son of David, he's, she's giving Jesus his rightful place as a descendant of David. She understands who he is. She understands that this is the Messiah. And nothing's going to stop this woman from, from, from asking the Messiah, from asking Christ, from praying. And asking, Lord, I need help with my kids. And it's because a mother's love will not quit praying for their kids. So don't ever give up praying for your kids. Don't ever give up. you got to be persistent. you got to persevere in your prayers. And look at this example of an amazing woman. Jesus didn't even answer a word to this woman, which, as I said before, he does not go according to our Lord's character. His character was loving, he was caring, he would care and worry about how people were doing and how they were being affected emotionally, spiritually, and physically. But here's the Lord, as he's talking, he's just kept, he kept on walking. And did not say a word to her. In spite of that, she didn't give up. She didn't give up. And she just said, and, so, and, and, and on top of that, the disciples came up to the Lord and said, you know, send her away, Lord. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But, but the disciples had no idea what they were talking about. They had no idea who was approaching Jesus. It was a mother. It was a mother that was not going to give up on her daughter. She was not going to give up. She was just, just going to keep on doing this kind of love over and over. That's what a mother loved does. Then he finally answered. He told the disciples, I was, and, and to the woman, I was sent to the chief of Israel, to the, to, to the lost chief of Israel. The woman did not give up. She kept on, and Lord, help me, verse 25. In verse 26, he replied, it is not right. So notice one thing. First, he didn't answer. Then he gives her an answer that's like, you know what, I, I'm not supposed to care for you. I'm supposed to care for other people only. For the Israelites. And then on top of that, he replied with these words saying, you know what, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. So there's three different answers. One, no answer. The other one, rejection. The other one, mistreating. Now, there is a thing that I will explain in a minute about when he said, toss it to the dogs here. Because Jewish people used to see non-Jewish people as dogs. <clears throat> Gentiles were treated as dogs to them. But she still didn't give up. And that's what a mother loved us. That's what a mother loved us. And so when I read this, that there's seven things that I, that I can observe in this passage of what a mother loved us. The, the, the first thing I notice here in verse 22 is that a mother love comes looking for help despite of all the obstacles. She was a Canaanite woman. 
He was not supposed to approach a Jewish person. They were enemies. He was not supposed to approach Jesus, and much less the Lord, much less a rabbi. But she approached against everything, all, all the barriers, all acts. You know, she still went and approached because that's what a mother loved <laughs> She will not stop looking for help. When your kids need, need help with emotional stuff, that, that's what a mother, when, when, they, when they get their hurts, the, the, their first heartbroken experience. Now that's where a mom is there. Physical help, spiritual help, you know, passion for learning. No, you guys got to learn. You guys got to learn the alphabet. You guys got to learn this. You guys got to learn that. Oh, man, mom buzz. <laughs> but guess what? That's what's going to help you in life. That's what's going to help you in life. When mom tells you, you know what? Those are just friends for you. Let me tell you, mom has an eye for those things. Even though you don't understand anything. And for a lot of people, moms are bad. You know, my mom was so bad that she spanked me when I didn't do it right. My, my mom was so bad that she told me not to hang out with the popular kids in school. And that's why you become a better person. Because that's how that happens, right? Because moms, they look for a purpose, they look for wisdom, and they, they give you wisdom. Because they hope for the best. They hope that, that their, their children will go through difficult times and praising God with their lives here. They look for help because they want children to experience the love of God and to learn to give love to others. So, so we see here that the first thing that we see is that a mother's love came looking for help. The second thing that we see in this text is that a mother's love made of her daughter's pain her own. Notice what she says in verse 22. She didn't ask her mercy on my daughter. She made the daughter's pain, she made her her own. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever got to know the mom like that? That when, when her kids are sick and, and, and she can just not putting away how to get them better with medicine and all that stuff. And then, you know, it's like, Lord, can you give me what she's got? Have you ever, have you, have you experienced that? Can, can, you, can you let me experience what my kids are experiencing and heal them? I know so many moms that have told me, told me stories about that. Because a mother's love Make her kids pain their own. Have mercy on me, oh Lord. Have mercy on me. So she knew, she knew the suffering her daughter was going through. She understood what her daughter was going through. And she, wa- she wanted to experience that pain herself. She was experiencing that pain herself, actually. And she was asking, Lord, Lord, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon-possessed, and she's suffering terribly. So when she saw the suffering, she was not going to give up on that. And that takes me to the third thing that I can, that I can, the third observation that I see in this passage, that a mother's love perseveres, doesn't give up, when all she gets is silence. Number 23, verse 23, Jesus did not answer. 
And this is a mother's love perseveres even if that's the case. I don't know if you've ever heard about the story of uh, the Swedish supermom. Has anybody heard that story here? Swedish supermom? Swedish supermom is Emma Scholes, mother of six. She's single-handed, saving all of her children from a fire. And if you, if you Google her, you will know, you will see the pictures. Ninety-three percent of her body got burned. Usually, if somebody's body is burned ninety percent, you will not survive. This woman. Notice that in the middle of the night, she was sleeping in her house just with her kids, and notice that the fire went on, and, and she went and saved the first two kids, and then she went downstairs and saved the other two kids, and, and when oxygen came into the room, and, and there was a big explosion, when she saw that coming, she threw herself on top of these two kids, and as she's already all burned, she realized the baby is up in the crib. Why not? I don't know. She said she doesn't know how she made it upstairs. She got the baby. She saved all six kids. None of them harmed. None of them had any burns or anything. But 93% of her body was burned. That's what mother's love does. Super mom. And it's because it doesn't matter. She was in pain. She persevered because she knew she had to be there for her kids. You know, we, we, we men, we don't know what it's like to go through nine months of pregnancy. We just don't know. We have no idea of the pain. We have no idea of the, of the, the mood swings and, and the changes of hormones and stuff like that. And a lot of times when we get frustrated easily, or, or we criticize that, or we're impatient with that, <clears throat> But what a mother love does is that she forgets so quick of that pain and all the stuff that she went through that she wants an extra pregnancy soon. <laughs> I, want, I want all my kids to be close. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't happen that way, but most moms do. So a poor observation that I do that I have in this passage is that a mother loves is hard for men to understand. You can notice what the disciples did. The disciples, Lord, just in your way. It's a lot of times, us guys, we just cannot fully understand this. Send her away. Also, we see that a mother's love will not lose courage before a negative response. So she didn't give up when she got no response. And she didn't lose courage when she got a negative response. The negative response is in verse 24. In verse 24, when he answered, I was only I was sent only to the lost chief of Israel. She did not give up. She did not lose courage. And sometimes we as children, we don't we don't know how to appreciate because sometimes our immaturity lack of knowledge, ignorance, won't allow us to understand. And in, 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 in the process, a lot of times, we can easily hurt our mothers. But a mother's love will not lose courage 
even when you as a kid, when you as a child, are negative towards your mom. I remember when I was 10 years old. My parents unfortunately got divorced when I was only 6 years old. And at 10 years old, my mother got this thing going where she would buy um, big packages of clothes and and she would carry those things into a bus and she would travel the country uh, city to city, town to town in the fairs of each town and put you know, put a place there so she can sell her clothes and so, so, so we experienced that we began um, my, my older sister took care of the house while my mom was out all over the country selling clothes so she can send money to feed us there was four of us Three sisters and myself. And I remember that one of those one of those times my mother came back uh, for my temper, she came back. So she comes back home and she says, Hey, uh, among all the clothes, I found these pants for you. And you think I would be like, Oh yeah, thank you. I saw the pants and I go like, Oh, okay. I didn't like that. Besides that I didn't like it, they were too big. And my mom said, well, um, and I didn't want to tell her anything, right? But my attitude was so bad. My attitude was so bad. And I remember, uh, she's like, um, well, we're going to cut a cake for you because I got to leave in two days. So we're going to cut a cake today for you. And, and, and she gave me those pants. And, and, I, and she goes like this, so you're going to put on the pants, right? She was excited. She bought me some brand new pants. And I said, I don't like these pants. And, and it, might sound so, it, it might sound simple to us. But you know, I will never forget that I said that to my mother. Because I didn't value her effort. I didn't value the effort that she came all the way from where she was. I didn't value the effort that she brought me pants. She thought I was a little, I had a little more weight back then. I was kidding, believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't value the effort she was making every single time. And I was only discouraging that in my And now, I will never forget when I used, when I told my mom, I don't like these pants. I don't know why you brought me these pants. You shouldn't brought me anything. And my mom just said, okay, I'll bring you different pants next time. I just never forget that. I was only 10 years old. And I think it's, it's so clear in my mind because a lot of times we don't appreciate the sacrifice and the effort our mothers and, and we need to learn to appreciate that. And we as men, we need to we, we need to read more. We need to educate ourselves more and understand how a mother thinks, how a mother loves, how a mother processes things for the benefit of her children. We just a lot of times we just don't know. We don't understand. And when we see this passage, we also look at, at the fact that a mother loves, humbles herself. For the welfare of her children, you know, a lot of times a mother doesn't doesn't have any problems asking for something. 
And a lot of times they, they, they will prefer to fit their kids before they feed themselves. And in verse 25, she kneels herself down and says, Lord, help me. She humbled herself. It reminds me of the story of, of the ugly hen story. This little kid told her, Mom, Mom, you're so beautiful. You are so beautiful. You, 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 your face is beautiful. But when you go to school to pick me up, make sure you put on these gloves. Because your heads, your heads are ugly. Mom's heads were burned. And then the dad is listening to this, and, and the, 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 mom, the mom told, you know, she just, with a loving smile, she told the kid, uh, just don't look at my hands. Look at me, don't look at my hands, look at my face. And the dad heard this. And when the dad heard, he, 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 was, he went and told the kid, he said, son, do you know why your mom's hands are so ugly like that? And he began telling the story. There was a baby in a crib. And uh, around the crib, something got on fire. And the crib began to get on fire too. And that mom went and saved her son from the crib. But she had a move so stuck that were already on fire and burned her hands. So the son got it right away. So he went to the mom and grabbed her hands put her face on her hands and said, Mom, you have the most beautiful hands. You have the most beautiful hands. A mother loves, does a lot of stuff, but also humbles herself for the welfare of her children. One last thing that I want to make an observation of this passage is that a, a, mother, a mother's love will not give up until she finds healing for her children. Healing for what's hurting her children. In verse 26 and 27, we see that, uh, you know, the Lord, the, the Lord even told her, you know, uh, this is not right to give you what is supposed to be for the children. And give it to, to the dogs. And, and the word that Jesus used over here wasn't the, the, the same word that he's used for vicious dog, but it was a word that he's used for, you know, little puppies. So as he saw the perseverance of this woman, I think he just, he, he changed a little bit the tone and said, you know what, it's not right to give it, to give what, what is right to the, of the children uh, and to give the bread and toss it to the little puppies. And so she saw that Jesus was being moved by her perseverance as a mother. And she goes, yes, Lord, but even those little puppies eat the crumbs to fall from the master's table. Remember a few weeks ago when I told you the, uh, I told you my story about my evil can evil story? <laughs> that I was trying to jump over the the sidewalk, thinking I was evil can evil in a in a in a, um, in a tricycle, right? Well, I I I opened up this side of my head, and for a time when I was a when I was a 
when I was a little kid, there were times that I used to just faint. I don't know. I would just lose conscience and faint. I never forget how my mom would take me from hospital to hospital to hospital to hospital and see if anybody would do anything. Nobody could ever find it. As a matter of fact, up to this day, nobody knows what happened. But almost every year, for several years, I went on losing conscience. At least once or twice a year, I would lose conscience out of nowhere. They never, they never found out what was, what was going on. But, but I, don't, I don't forget that she took me to all kinds of churches. You, you, you name the church. You name the religion. You name the church. She would just take me and say, can you pray for my son? Can you pray for my son? And she was asking for prayer and prayer and prayer. My mother loved hopes for the best. And when we look at this Canaanite woman, there's a lot to learn from this. But there's a lot to appreciate about our mothers. That this was not just given to us as an example of another healing moment of Jesus. He had a lot of those. But he had this moment when he sees this woman not giving up on anything. And to put in her love before all of before her own needs. And to put the needs of her, her daughter before her own. And she was hurting because she was because her daughter was hurting. And she would not give up despite of the type of answer she was getting from our Lord and from the disciples. <coughs> and it's because a mother in love hopes for the best. Mother love grows in faith. And then Jesus said, Woman, your faith is great. What, 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 how did you, you know, where did you come from? Your faith is great. Did you ever go out and come back home and find that your mom was awake, waiting for you? Did you ever do it? There's this hope and faith that you weren't going to be okay, right? I didn't realize that until one time when I wasn't living at home anymore because my mom was living in another city and I was in the capital. But I remember coming home one day, coming home and I was not myself. I'm just going to say that so I won't say exactly what I was on. But I remember coming home and walking, walking in, and, 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 and I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see one last video today because he reminds me so much of myself. But I was visiting my mom. That was the excuse. In reality, I wanted to go out with friends that were from the same town that she was living, because we would do whatever we wanted. But at three o'clock, when I walked into my house, um, mom was awake. She was waiting. I just never knew that every time that I went to visit her, she would always wait, wait for me, up, waiting for me, make sure that I made it okay. And so I went to bed, 
And she came next to me. She thought I was asleep. And she came next to me and she began just touching my hand. And my sister woke up and asked my mom, what are you doing? And my mom told my sister, I got to do this when he's asleep. Because when he's awake, he doesn't matter. And, and a lot of that happens a lot of times because we go through things in life that made us who we are and, and it damages our hearts. But a mom's love doesn't give up. It doesn't give up. So I want to share one last video with you this morning. And so you can be the restaurant traffic. <laughs> I beg you, you take your mom's a nice place to live. They deserve it. They deserve more, much more than that. My mom would be at all my sporting events. Let's say I was playing football, okay? My mother would be on the sidelines, and if the play on the field started going one way, my mother would run along like, like, oh my gosh. I get in the huddle with the other guys. They go, Mark, is that your mother? I go, no, I never saw her before in my life. <laughs> the greatest gift my mother ever gave me, she believed in me. I have overdosed on drugs on three occasions where I should have been dead. But I believe I was kept here for a reason. You show me your friends, I will show you your future. How do I know this? I hung out with losers and I became the biggest loser of them all because I gave up everything I dreamt about as a little boy because of who I chose to surround myself. My friends were driving home at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. We'd be drunk and high, laughing in the car. We'd pull up in front of my house in New York. They'd go, Mark, Mark, the light's on. i go, oh man, my mother's up. See, my mom wouldn't go to bed until she knew her son was still alive. I'd walk in and she'd say, Hi, Mark. How was your night? I go, it's good, Mom. I'm just going to go to bed. She goes, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, Mom, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed. She goes, Mark, I haven't seen you all day and all night. Can I please talk to you? I said, man, just leave me alone. You bug me. I slam my bedroom door. I'm the one person who believed in me. I was on a worldwide tour when we were wrestling overseas in Japan. After my wrestling match, I went upstairs in my hotel room and I fell asleep. There was a knock at my door at 3 o'clock in the morning. I got out of the bed, I looked through the safety window, and I could see it was a Japanese promoter. So I opened the door and said, Mark, you need to call home. There's been an emergency. I went and got on the hotel room phone. I called back to the United States and said, hey, what's going on? I said, Mark, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, just tell me what happened. I was just crying to go, Mark, I can't tell you. I said, just say it. Your mother died. I just threw the phone down. I ran out of my hotel room. I took the elevator to the lobby, and when the doors opened up, I just ran out to the street. I mean, there was no cars, there was no people. It's three o'clock in the morning, and I walked down the middle of the street in Hiroshima, Japan. And I remember looking up and just saying, "Mom, 
I am so sorry. I flew home for her funeral, and I was so nervous to walk up to her casket, so I just stood way in the back. And I kept looking from a distance. I kept thinking to myself, Mom, please wake up. Please get up. And then I finally got the nerve to walk up to her. And as I got closer, I could see my mom for the first time. I mean, she was so beautiful. She, she was dressed in white. I mean, she looked like an angel. And I just stood over and I said, Mom, you are my hero. Everything I am, everything I hope to be was because of you. You loved me so much. You gave me a life. You're the only one that ever believed in me. How did I repair? By getting drunk? By getting high? By getting stupid? By hanging out with losers? For what? All she ever wanted to do was talk to me. I wish I could talk to you now, Mom. I wish you'd see what I'm doing. Why couldn't I have been a better son? We are defined by our choices. But if you surround yourself with people involved in drugs and alcohol and pills, it's a dead end. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to tell you I lived that life. It leads to broken hearts, broken relationships, broken dreams, and death. For what? To get high? If you have a mother or a father, when you go home, tell them all what you love them. See, my whole life was about being rich and famous. I had to be a millionaire. I had to win the race. I had to win the race to expense my marriage, my family, my friends. For what? To be all alone in the world? I learned what is truly important, and that is how precious this gift of life is and our families quickly it can be taken away. See, I no longer live in time. I live in moments. See, it's not what's in your pocket that matters. It's what's in your heart that truly matters. Love. Love is just a word until somebody comes along and gives it meaning. You. You're the meaning.
great grandmothers. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with people who have prayed for us. Thank you, Lord, for even the ones who are making mistakes. Because in their mistakes, they learn. We just want to ask you, Father, to help us understand that love. The most important is not what we have in our pockets, it's what we have in our hearts. That we understand that our time on this earth is limited. And I pray, Lord, for those who don't have moms, who mothers might have just learned to be with you, Lord. I pray that you will give them the strength to love other people. Shared that same love that they had for their moms when they were on earth. And share it with other people. In the name of Christ we pray.
reminded as I was that uh, not only does a mother's love persevere, but our Heavenly Father's love perseveres too, right? Against all odds, against rejection. And uh, well, I'm grateful for that this morning. Grateful for a mother's love as well as for the love of our Heavenly Father. Just a reminder, moms, we've got a little photo booth set up outside in the courtyard. I encourage you after the service to go over there and to get a picture taken with your son, your grandson, your daughter, your granddaughter, or whoever you want to drag in there with you and uh, take a photo. Lord, thank you for this awesome morning. Thank you for the privilege of worship, of the joy of lifting our voices in praise to you. And again, we give you thanks this morning for our moms. Help us to live this week with a deeper appreciation for the love and sacrifices that our moms have made, as well as a, a fresh and new appreciation for your love that perseveres in our lives against all odds. We give you thanks for all these things, again, in the name of our Savior, King Jesus. Amen. Amen.